welcome to episode 26 of the Cyber Powered Hour. I'm your host, Wielding Hammer, and here with me as always is Pack Devil. Hola. What's up, man? It's, um, well, it's the weekend. It's over. It's, yeah, it's over. Isn't that, that's how we cap off our weekends as we record this show for everyone. <laughs> yep. And this, this week's a six-day work week for me, so this was my day off for about 13 <laughs> days. Wow. Gotta love being the boss. Oh, it's it's wonderful, isn't it? That's not the word I would use to describe it. <laughs> oh. It, it came with an elevated paycheck and an elevated BAC, so. So it, it, it had a few benefits. <laughs> Waiting to, to weigh the, uh, the pros and cons yet, though, right? <laughs> we'll see. Is the extra responsibilities worth the extra money? <laughs> Two weeks in, I'm already at 1,100 business miles on my new car. <laughs> oh. Well, could have had my week. I couldn't fall asleep to save my life all week long. I have not had that problem since I took this job. I have no <laughs> issue going to sleep when I lay down at night. I... All week long, I have gone to bed at a responsible adult hour of midnight, need to wake up at 7, and at 4 a.m., I'm still awake. <laughs> I've gone to bed at 8.30 like every night except for last night. So, uh, And I, guess, I'm dead by 9. <laughs> guess who abuses the work-flexible schedule? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you do. <laughs> oh, oh I, I literally... I went, to, I went into noon. work at between 10 and 10.30 all week, but the pain of that was I was at work till 7, 7.30 all week, so. Like, wait for the day you roll in around noon. Like, it's fine, uh, guys. I got this. I, I was doing that over uh, Christmas uh, when the bosses were all gone. <laughs> it's the time to do it. But, uh, but I... Uh, I, I, I got some tech to try to help me. I got some blue blocking lenses for my glasses that are supposed to help your body get ready for bed at night. So we'll see if these things are worth their $13. <laughs> yeah, what you need to do is get them smart light bulbs and start getting some red light in that in your room. Or what I need to do is drop a rock on my head to fall asleep and then drop a rock on my head to wake up like Fred Flintstone. Have you tried hitting your head on the headboard before you go to sleep? <laughs> I don't have a headboard. It's just a mattress and a box spring. <laughs> Jump on the bed and hit your head on the ceiling. <laughs> I'll have to get a trampoline. Yeah. You know white men can't jump. It's <laughs> fair. <laughs> so, yeah, besides that, you know, not a bad week. Well, <laughs> I guess I shouldn't completely say not a bad week. <laughs> I'm not one for drama, and uh, this weekend was kind of full of it. <laughs> Is that right? Well, uh, it's been a while since I mentioned, but uh, back in December, my my sister and her boyfriend moved in, and let's uh, just say uh, only one of them is still here. <laughs> so the other one uh, just uh, had to go back home last or yesterday. So all right, it was a little that's... little bit of stress. <laughs> That's weird living with your. That's weird living with your sister's ex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we sent her back. <laughs> I mean, he's a gamer and everything. I gotta side with the right person. <laughs> yeah, right. My sister beat the crap out of me if I did that. She's a scary person. I thought she was only staying for a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever. What's time? Last time I told someone they could stay for a month on my couch, they ended up living with me until I moved out and they stayed. <laughs> nah, we're like, not gonna have that I'm problem. Out. She's I'm out. I'm just I'm out. <laughs> nah, she's she's a very independent person. She's dying to get out of here, but uh, she just needs a few of her dominoes to fall into place. So, but yeah, enough of that stuff. Nothing like family drama, but it's it's all good now. Did you, did you get the game this week then? At least. So, uh, man, I think I got Tuesday, I played a little bit of Destiny 2, jumped into that faction rally, and, uh, that's about it. But, man, I gotta say, those, those, uh, new monarchy, uh, ornaments look pretty nice. 
but I don't think I'm going to be able to grind a set of them out uh, this faction rally. You know, since they're capping everything and slowing you down and <laughs> doing all the uh, stuff that we love. When I heard about the lockout that had spread into other activities, I was like, I'm just going to set this one out. Yeah, I hope they get their act together soon. It's it's a shame that a game that we love so much is, is struggling so hard. Yep. When it shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. So many games from the last Steam Cell set in there that I've only I've only played one. I did actually get to play some games this week. I played Overwatch the last couple of days because I've been watching the Overwatch League basically from Wednesday to Saturday. So I popped it into my Xbox. I figured it wasn't probably wasn't worth spending another forty dollars on it for a PC copy just yet. So I've been actually enjoying myself in that. Um, That's good. Some people just r really don't understand how to play that game very well. <laughs> Which I go in there cocky because I've been watching the Overwatch League and like people just keep feeding. They'll try to 1v5 and I'm like, why don't we all just like gather up and then attack all at once? But no, <laughs> no one does that shit. Everyone just rushes in. I'm like, okay, cool. That's fine. Charge! <laughs> Like, that sure, always I'll, works. I'll be the tank and everyone around me can rush in before me and die and then I'll get, you know, destroyed immediately. Why not? <laughs> so I got so. to play some Overwatch. That was a lot of fun. And that's all I really got to play this week. Uh, well, better than nothing, I guess. I got to watch a little more TV than I, I got to play, but we'll get to that later. Right. <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, I've been slowly trying to... My office is a mess. And uh, I've been slowly trying to get it together, which this week is like number one priority is get this bad boy together. I got I need, crap just laying everywhere. I need to reorganize my desktop because I'm getting a printer for work so I can work from home. And uh -huh. Yeah, I've just... It's just like between my, my tower, my two monitors, the... The modem, the router, and my Xbox all sitting on the desktop, it's full. <laughs> so I was thinking about getting like little stands for either side, putting the printer on one side and putting my tower on there so I kind of had a nice clean desktop. The problem is most of my cords are already stretched at the max with the, mm. with the tower being on the desk. So Right. I don't know how well that's going to work out. Yeah, those standard cords, they uh, they get you when you try to move things around. My webcam, I think my, my webcam, it works nice. But I think all my cords are either 10 or 15 feet long. <laughs> I need some extenders for some of these things. I need a, I need some headphones with a longer cord, too, because it's, it's stretched at the max where I sit. So. I, I, I got a pretty nice just uh, headphone extension that I like. Yeah, I could do that. These aren't that bad. Ahead. And they're on Amazon, man. Stuff's just it's cheap. You know, you're talking two, three bucks. Same with cables. Like cables on average are like ten dollars. Mm -hmm. It's money amazing good. how cheap First. that stuff is. Then you go to Best Buy and it's like, hey, here's my sixty dollar cable. <laughs> Some of my uh, HDMI cables are stretched to their max at the moment too. <laughs> Of course, then there's wire management. Yeah, we won't talk about that, though. It's hidden behind my monitors. I can't see it. I don't give a shit. Exactly. <laughs> That's that why I have a... five of them, so I can't see the wires. There's a little gap between my tower and my and my left side monitor, and, like, all the cords that run to the back of the tower are, like, boom. <laughs> so it's really hard to miss. And like The longest cord I have was when I got my scuff. I got, like, the nine-foot cable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well... I'm plugging it into the top of my PC, which is about a foot and a half away. So I've got like <laughs> this huge cable. I have got like the the one thing that needs the shortest cable has double the length of everything else. <laughs> oh, way to plan, man! <laughs> I said it'd be some redos. I just I don't know where I'm going to go with some of it. Ah. <laughs> uh. So, uh, do you, do you watch any streams? 
I watched um, some Lupo stream earlier in the week, and other than that, I watch the Overwatch League basically every day. I am really hooked on that. <laughs> I guess yeah, one yeah. night I was tired as hell. As Wednesday, I was I was tired as hell. I was gonna have to get up early the next day anyway, and I remember watching it. And when I woke up, someone had plug my tablet and apparently I fell asleep in bed while I had it playing next to me <laughs> and I guess it was running for three hours before my wife came to bed so <laughs> but I watched uh, quite a bit of Overwatch League did that basically all afternoon Saturday just I put it on the big screen in the living room and laid on the couch mm-hmm. and watched it while I worked on my work schedule nice yeah man I think I caught like little things here or there, but uh, nothing much on the streaming end. That was mostly just uh, Netflix and some movies. But and of course, the, the the streamer that I usually just throw up to watch, you know, in general, is Tefty, and uh, he's moving, so he's not back right. up until tomorrow. You're not gonna have anything to watch, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so. He's got that uh, that good old gigabit internet now, so. Yep, now he can frame shame and bandwidth shame. Yeah. And bandwidth shame. <laughs> so, all right, how about some news? All right, well, Fortnite received its new map update this week, adding new points of interest, uh, most notably uh, shift shafts, tilted towers, and junk junction, which I've watched. Lupo and Ninja, they land at Tilted Towers all the time. It's pretty crazy in there. I I still haven't lasted longer than like three minutes on average in that game. <laughs> I've got a couple top fives to my name. That's about it. I'm tempted to go back to PUBG for a game or two to see if I can last longer. <laughs> I'm scared to go back to PUBG. Eric Hirschberg is leaving Activision at the end of March after serving eight years as the CEO of the company. Yeah, ain't that crazy. So, you think he was told to go, or do you think he's just like, you know what, I'm sick of all this crap, I'm out of here. <laughs> I think he probably has made all the money, so it doesn't really matter at this point. Yeah, for him, he's set, like whatever. I mean, he's going out basically on top sales-wise because COD World War II and Destiny 2 yeah. 1 and 2 based off revenue for 2017. So I don't know. It'll be really interesting to see who comes and takes his place and if that person will try any different direction with any of the you know loot boxes or anything going on. But since Activision kind of has patents on that stuff now, I doubt it. I mean, as long as they make money, they're not going away. They're probably going to bring in Captain Loot Box as the new CEO. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to come out with a new company mascot. <laughs> Just because they're Activision, kiss our asses. <laughs> I wonder if you actually go to their offices if there's loot boxes that the employees get to open every once in a while. You kidding me? That's their paychecks. <laughs> RNG paychecks. That'd be, oh, that'd be horrible. Sometimes I get a dollar. Sometimes I get thirty bright dust. You never know. <laughs> All right, the uh, new Overwatch map, Blizzard World, is going live on the twenty third, as well as their new uh, cosmetic update. Oh, that's cool. So that's right cool. after the uh, tournament ends, and they'll have that stuff going on, huh? Uh, it's going to release, what, on Tuesday, and then the tournament will pick back up on Wednesday. Cause it's a 20-week oh. tournament. Oh, nice. Yep. Next week, it'll be week three of stage one. Mm-hmm. And it's five weeks or four stages or four weeks for five stages. I'm not really sure. I just know it wraps up in June, I think. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, it's the league, that tournament, so... Yeah. A new a new Fable game is in the works at Forza Horizon developer Playground Games. According to Eurogamer sources, the new title will be a story and character-focused open-world action RPG as opposed to just the spin-off multiplayer-centric Fable Legends and Fable the Journey, the, the really poor motion control <laughs> Fable. 
That'll be interesting, uh, their take on it. I mean, obviously, uh, Forza Horizon is a beautiful game, but... Uh, it's it's interesting. They, Horizon is the open-world version of the Forza series, so kind of interesting right. to see what they so build. So it's like, they know how to do open-world stuff, but they know how to do it with cars. So, But I know they've brought in quite a bit of talent that does know how to do that stuff, so... Yeah. Be interesting. Microsoft Fable, really. I've never really played the Fable series, but it was always interesting. I played a lot of Fable 2. I played Fable 3 through a couple times. I, I definitely liked the second one better than the third. The ending sucked <laughs> at the end of the second one. My wife was really hooked on the second one. I, I think that's the only Xbox 360 disc we still have, other than maybe my Black Ops original. That's about it. <laughs> And the last little bit here, DICE has announced that, oh boy, I don't know how to say this, Price Day to Hair, a Battlefield 1 map, previously exclusive to the Premium Past or the They Shall Not Pass expansion, is going to go free for everyone. Hey! Free maps. Oh, that's always good for people, although you know. Battlefield 1, is it really still doing much? <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed the hell out of it when it came out. Oh, yeah. I, mean, just, I had a lot it, of fun, but just... It just doesn't seem the one that lasts, like, uh... It didn't know, have God the staying anything. power. Yeah, it didn't have the staying power that, like, you know, Destiny has over me, so... But, uh... uh before, though, we move on from the news, we, we gotta say something about the Nintendo Labo. <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> it's hilarious. But it's interesting, though. I mean, like, those those boxes have, like, contraptions and wires and stuff that actually do stuff. Like, <laughs> but who's asking for this? $20, first time you get one, you probably break it. <laughs> yes, I'd like a cardboard piano so I can play the piano with my Switch. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, who really did ask for this? I'm... You gotta love Nintendo. They are just—they're just thinking in their own little world, and we just get to live in it. It's like you took the idea of ami- amiibos, and they're like, "Now, how can we take this idea and make it like just stupid? Like, what if we sell them a cardboard box they have to put together themselves? The overhead on it would be art nothing. Projects. <laughs> That's essentially what it is. Do you see the one where the kid assembled an entire goddamn backpack? I'm like, what? Yeah. The hell! <laughs> oh, and uh, last thing is, uh, I-, I noticed on the Xbox news that uh, if you were ever played Neo Geo games or wanted to, you can now get them on your Xbox One. Seven ninety nine a piece, and it looks like, if not the entire library, the majority of the Neo Geo library is uh, for sale in the Xbox One store. So. Go get them. I don't even know if there's any Neo Geo games I care about. <laughs> I'm not sure. Oh, it's weird. Their their play. first party is struggling yet. They're they're bringing all this stuff in, or they're you know they're doing uh, really good with back compat and stuff like that. Um, oh, one other thing I wanted to say the. PUBG developer in China with Tencent, I believe, uh-huh. helped the Chinese authorities arrest 120 cheaters, <laughs> and they're they're like they're facing jail time. Wow, cheating is no fucking joke in China. These are guys that were actually building the cheats and building uh-huh. the stuff in and selling them. But yeah, China China takes that shit serious. But, but yeah, they arrested 120 people, and a lot of them are. Or looking at jail time for it. Man, because you built cheats for a video game. (laughs) What are you in for? (laughs) I just lie. I killed a man. (laughs) I killed lots of people because I I sold packs for (laughs) PUBG. You deserve to be in here, uh, you cold, heartless bastard. (laughs) That that story about... uh, you told me about um, the uh, the SWAT that ended up killing that guy uh, in your area. 
mm-hmm. that uh, I guess that's the second time this guy's been connected to something like that, and that's really getting serious too. Well, they, where, he was. I'm pretty sure I saw he was convicted of manslaughter. Was he? Was he actually okay? Yeah, like yeah, he got in some serious trouble. Yep, some bitch needed to. Yeah, jeez. Right, so. Entertainment. What'd you watch this week? So, uh, my buddy wanted to watch Bright, so we watched Bright again. Well, he didn't really want to watch it, but I was like, hey, you want to watch Bright? And he's like, yeah, so we watched Bright. I, I like that movie. I, I, once you get past the first 15 minutes, I think it's really good. I, and, I watched uh, it too. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. You know, I saw them making it, they're making a sequel too. That's going to be interesting. I wonder if they're yeah. going to go with that. <laughs> they announced the sequel. I have no idea. <laughs> um, I start. I, I've been trying to find TV shows. So I've been kind of going through my back catalog of stuff I've started to watch and haven't finished. And uh, I started watching uh, Once Upon a Time again. It's a really interesting show. I never could get into it. My wife watched a few seasons. And uh, I don't know. I, a couple of the characters I just think are pretty cool. And so I don't know. I'm hooked. And. Uh, Man, besides that, I've just been, like, cooking and trying to, you know, get the the, the the sleeping and the work thing just kills my day. Like I said, I only get, like, a couple hours at night to do anything, so. <laughs> see, I, How about uh, you? See, I watched uh, some Kevin Hart, some Cat Williams. And then a show that I was watching pretty hard for the first two seasons and then kind of went away is uh, uh, Season 3 of Gotham is on Netflix. And Did so, it go away? Uh, no, there's still a Season 4. I just, I was, oh, I got hooked on the show and then I watched like Season 2 and then it's kind of one of those deals where it went on break and it got shoved to the back burner. Uh-huh. So I'm on season three. I'm like eleven episodes in. So I got through eleven episodes of that this week. That's Gotham's a show. I just I got through kind of like you. I got through like the first two seasons, and I didn't really get through three yet. But it just seems like it's going downhill. <laughs> well, I mean, you know how it's going to end. <laughs> A lot of those characters, you're like, they're not going to die because they're in Batman's Rogue Gallery later. And well, you that see characters too, but... that you've never heard of, and you're like, they're totally going to die. He's not. They're not in Batman's Rogue Gallery later. But I mean, you know, spoiler alert. You know, they. I mean, they tried to make Batman Batman a little too early. <laughs> Teenage Batman just really doesn't work. Yeah, from what I understand, in season four, <laughs> he's become a vigilante. I'm like, eee... Tried to save the show, I'm assuming. Yeah. I don't know. But, I mean, I'm enjoying it. So yeah, It's enjoyable. It's just... There's nothing like, wrong uh, with some Batman. <laughs> I, you know, like... I mean, they did and they didn't, like, kind of gave the Joker, or alluded to the Joker having an origin, which he's not supposed to, which drives me nuts, but whatever. <laughs> Uh, the most the most accepted Joker origin is from um, what the, uh, the Tim Burton joke? No, it's the killing. Oh, joke. the killing joke. Yeah, yep. That's the one I accept. But then the Joker retcons it himself. That's one of the few comic book hardcovers I own. Is the killing joke? I uh, I watched the animated version of it. It's pretty good. And the. Um, the scene in the comic where the Joker, you know, he's he's dressed up as the Red Hood and he's or he's freaking out and he falls into the chemicals and he mm-hmm. comes out and his hair's green and he's like got the crazy look and the ha ha's yep. in the background. I've got a giant poster of that hanging up. <laughs> it's probably one of my favorite uh, scenes out of a comic book. A favorite uh, page. Yeah, that's all I've uh, that's all I really watch this week. So Overwatch League and some Gotham. Some Gotham. <laughs> oh, um I watched uh Fate of the Furious. Which thing? And if you have a fear of self driving cars, do not watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> That'll give you the apocalypse of what you think will happen when all the cars are driving themselves. 
The best scene in that movie is when Statham is killing all those dudes on the plane with the baby. Oh, so with the baby and the the, the baby's just like timed expressions. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was glad that the the reason Dom turns was not stupid, but it was it was legit. It was kind of telegraphed too. <laughs> I, it was, but at the same time, like it's like the way they were selling it, you know, not knowing exactly what it was gonna be. I'm glad it was something that was actually worth it. Yeah. And, you know, obviously he knew he was going to figure his way out of it, but... Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like the uh, the last the Transformers they did, the last night. I haven't watched it yet, and I'm like, why the hell is Prime killing everybody? <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. Uh, it's like, I, I just I have a feeling like it's probably horrible. <laughs> My favorite character's on... gone rogue. I gave up on Transformers on the fourth one when Mark Wahlberg was it the first Mark Wahlberg movie. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not watching any more of these. <laughs> I'm just gonna be done now. I just, I mean, they're they're robots and there's explosions. It's just, it's hard not to enjoy when you have a sound system like I do. <laughs> That's fair. You got a 130 inch screen and surround sound. You, I can see that. Yeah, you get a, you get it on a theater and it's loud and you feel the vibrations of the explosions. It's it's hard not to get excited about it. <laughs> so, all right, man, let's do this quiz. You want to do a quiz? All right. Room so. We're going to kind of have this like car theme going today, and so we're going to do a movie car quiz. So, we both have it open, uh, because the quiz this time is there's a picture of the vehicle, and we have to decide what movie that vehicle goes to. So, uh, I guess we could try to somewhat describe what the vehicle looks like, but for the most part, we're just going to announce what movie we think it goes to. So, our first one is Big Black and Tanky. And it could go to Batman Forever, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, or The Dark Knight. It's the Tumblr from The Dark Knight. <laughs> the Dark Knight trilogy. Alright. Correct. Oh, that's cool. It even shows us a video of uh, it turning to a motorcycle, which I thought was the sweetest part. Alright, how about this off-road vehicle? We got ourselves a Jeep. Is it from Twister, The Perfect Storm, Jurassic Park, or Batman Begins? Being that it is red and it looks like someone's being eaten by a dinosaur inside of it actively, I'm going to say Jurassic Park. (laughs) Well, definitely at The Perfect Storm, that was a boat. (laughs) Correct. Oh, well, here's a car that's not iconic at all. It travels to the future. Blade Runner. Back to the Future. Terminator. Or Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Back to the Where future. is the DeLorean from? Absolutely. Oh, a Ferrari. This this Ferrari had a sad ending. I I was I cried. Uh, is it from yes. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, The Breakfast Club, Dukes of Hazard, or Sixteen Candles? Um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It's the, uh, That's right. Trying to Ferrari. reset that odometer and it's the Ferrari out the spider. back window does it go? Oh oh, and they even show me a picture of it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Curses! <laughs> All right. Uh, where is this speedster from? It's yellow, black, and a Camaro. Need yeah, for Speed, Transformers, Revenge of the Fallen, Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift, or just Fast and the Furious? That's Bumblebee. That's that is Bumblebee. Fallen. There we go. Oh, here we go. Who are you going to call? Blues Brothers, Alien, Ghostbusters, or Back to the Future? That's, that's what Ecto One, I think, is the name of the car. Ecto One's the license plate. Yep. Yep. Ghostbusters. Absolutely. Oh, here's a timeless classic of power. <clears throat> Need for Speed, Mad Max, Fury Road, Fast and the Furious, or Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. That's the uh, what the uh, battle interceptor, the pursuit interceptor from. Yes, Mad Max. it is. 
So Fast and the Furious, huh? No. <laughs> Mad Max. Right, this next oh. one should be easy. It's a white 1948 um, Ford. <laughs> With uh, some lightning stripes. Gone in 60 seconds. Xanadu. Grease. Or Need for Speed. Don't break Grease. out in the song now. Grease lightning. <laughs> All righty. Almost done. All right. How about this Thunderbird? Thelma and Louise. Now and then. Bonnie and Clyde. My girl. It's the, uh, it's the Thunderbird from um, Thelma and Louise. Once again, another car that has a tragic end. Here we go. A Volkswagen bug um, van. Moonrise Kingdom. The Jar- Darjeelian Limited. Little Miss Sunshine or Austin Powers? Little Miss Sunshine. It's like a creepy guy with his hands out the side of the vehicle there. It's a weird picture. He's reaching for a kid. <laughs> yeah. The side door's open. <laughs> and there's the kid crime. now. <laughs> oh, here we go. 950 horsepower of raw Detroit muscle. How about this charger? Fast and the Furious, Need for Speed, Mad Max Fury Road, or Days of Thunder? It's not hard. It's Fast and Furious. <laughs> Again, so, another car with a tragic end. 70s I Georgia. wept. I seriously, in the theater, I wept. <laughs> All right, how about this crew cab named the Pussy Wagon? Kill Bill That's Volume Bill. 1, <laughs> Goldfinger, Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me, or Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery? Kill Bill. Kill Bill. The pussy wagon. Correct. Ah, the Wonder Bread car. Was it nice. Days of Thunder? Talladega Nights, the Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Dukes of Hazard or Need for Speed. You're not on fire, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Me first, you're last. <laughs> oh, it's such a good movie. <laughs> Alright, here's a red and white Grand Torino. Starts getting out of me. It is. The other options, though, are Days of Thunder, Dukes of Hazard, and Fast and Furious. And then, where where do you find the love bug? Racing Dreams, Herbie Fully Loaded, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, or Grease? Hey, Herbie. Boom. Perfect. Bam. We got 15 of 15. It says, Ride or Die. <laughs> There we go. Another perfect quiz. I know. I'm just... People come to expect it of my greatness now, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll pull the rug out eventually. I'm sure it's coming next week. <laughs> hey, you, I know, you're never going to know when it's coming. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, our featured genre, let's just do our top three favorite cars. Let's keep the car theme rolling. Our top three favorite cars. Man, this was tough. There are so many good ones, although pretty much all my cars come from the 60s. <laughs> but uh, I will start, and I'm going to start out with a GTO Judge. What's your first one? Well, all mine are going to be cars from movies. I'm not going to lie. So, y'all, you're all going to easily recognize it. But the number, my number one, and me and my brother watched this a lot when we were kids. And that's going to be the '69 Charger from the Dukes of Hazard. The General Lee. That's right. It's probably kind of why I also love Dom's '70 Charger. <laughs> oh, jeez. I also love the Charger and Burn Notice. <laughs> um, uh, the 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 GTO was my number uh, was my number three. I'm gonna work my way up. Um, a Stingray Corvette. I'm not gonna be picky on the year, but uh, I I love that look with the split back window, and uh, yeah, that'd be my favorite Corvette to own. 
my next one is going to be uh, <coughs> Eleanor 2, the 67 Shelby GT500 from oh, 60 seconds. yes. That's, that's actually my number one. <laughs> I love that car. But mm. since you mentioned that one, I'll change it. And uh, I'm going to go with uh, the Trans Am from Smoking the Bandit. That's, that's pretty iconic right there. <laughs> what a lovely car. That's another one of those <laughs> movies me and my brother have watched a lot. Um, I guess my last one is going to be the uh, 68 Mustang uh, 390 Fastback from Bullet. Okay. Going Bullet's Mustang. Yeah. One of the most iconic car chases there is. I've got a soft spot for old muscle cars. Oh, I love them. Not only that, my big bear paws can actually fit inside the engine compartment and work on them. (laughs) (laughs) Not today's cars. So, that is a solid list of, uh, of some muscle there. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> like to put them all on this on the race trip and just let them go. Yep. Yeah. So. This week's featured charity stream is Nate Frog's Gaming for Life 2018, benefiting the Sony Foundation of Australia. The Sony Foundation of Australia is the charitable arm of the Sony Group of companies operating in Australia, including. Sony Australia, Sony Music, Sony Computer Entertainment, Universal, Sony Pictures Home Entertainment, Sony Mobile, and Sony DADC. Since its inception in 1998, the Sony Foundation has raised and donated $27 million to youth-related causes. Our mission is to capitalize on the unique qualities of Sony and contribute to the advancement of the Australian community by assisting youth and fostering their talents. Through our fundraising activities, the Sony Foundation is affirming that global unifying brand message that drives Sony believe that anything you can imagine, you can make real. The Sony companies contribute to the administrative costs of the foundation, allowing the net proceeds of the funds raised to be distributed in full to all of their youth-based, youth-focused causes. As well as the backing of the Sony company, Sony Foundation is Also supported by a number of dedicated and passionate corporate partners, including some of Australia's most loved and recognized brands. Since 1998, driven by the vision of helping young people, the Foundation has provided opportunities, support, and assistance to thousands of young Australians. Sony Foundation is not only about giving a donation, our role is to facilitate engaged philanthropy. It is... Yay, he said it! Yeah, I got through it. It is about becoming the voice of our young people, the champion of the cause, the answer to the gap in the system. We strive to create a movement of change and lasting difference, and we are only able to do this because of the generous support extended to us by Sony. The achievements of the Foundation... Oh, man. (laughs) Elucidate the Foundation's unique position to deliver on its vision to support Australia's young people. Visit their website at www.friendsforyouth.com to volunteer or donate directly. Cool. Man, Tiltify is so helpful when it comes to picking <laughs> a charity. <laughs> yeah, we all know our youth need help. <laughs> yep, and we hadn't done an Australian charity yet, so I figured this worked. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I have to go check them out. All right, are you uh, are you ready to speed on through this main topic? I don't know. I mean, I may need to tap the brakes a little. <laughs> so, so. Oh wait, it's a commercial. Never mind. Quarter mile at a time. <laughs> How do we want to tackle said topic? I don't know. We're doing a. Uh... We're doing iconic movies and TV vehicles, and we kind of already gave a few. So, yeah, what? Why don't we could talk about you know maybe expand on like the I guess the more well known of the vehicles and what made them so iconic? Because like I could say the Batmobile, and you got to be a lot more specific because there are yes, least, you do. There there yeah. are three 
extend it out to four if we start bringing in animated shows, Batmobiles that are awesome. So, man, so do you want to start right with the Batmobile? <laughs> well, actually, I brought up a list of the the fifty most memorable vehicles. Okay, and I watched movies. the video that gave me ten. And this is this is according to Rotten Tomatoes survey, and then there's a sh- there's like a hundred honorable mentions, but the number one most iconic movie, according to Rot or uh, movie hey, maybe vehicle. we should start lower on the list and work our way up to one. Okay, where do you want to start? About ten. Let's start at ten. Let's go through the ten most iconic vehicles. Yeah. All right. Well, number ten is Mr. Fry's Ferrari, the '61 Ferrari 250 uh, Spider from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, yes. Carly got drop kicked off out of a building. Uh, man, I know you're angry at your father, but don't take it out on the car, although that was why he was angry at his father. <laughs> he, he, he did. Oh. If it just wasn't in gear, it would have been okay. <laughs> it got off that balcony in a hurry. Yeah, it didn't really matter what the odometer said at that point. <laughs> nope, it didn't really matter anymore. Alright, well, uh, number nine, according to Rotten Tomatoes, is Tim Burton's Batmobile. Oh my gosh, that I love that Batmobile. I had that, as a kid, I had the toy for that, and it actually shot out yellow missiles, which ended up in a, um, a display of the most dangerous toys for kids. <laughs> Surprise, you survived. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if it's because like they were shooting the missiles into their mouths. I don't know, but the, oh yeah, that Batmobile was awesome, and the way like uh, the armor plate would work on it. <laughs> yep, remote. <laughs> that was so cool. Remote control, shielding, voice activated. Although, you know, when you think back to that movie and you think about Batman doesn't kill people, eh, those bombs he dropped out of the car killed people. <laughs> Well, like I was, I, I got I got through part of Batman Returns uh, this week, and when he when he flips the car around on the stilts and then sets the dude on fire with the turbine, I'm like, yeah, Batman totally doesn't kill people. That dude is dead. <laughs> that dude is dead. That dude is liquid now. Oh, uh, oh yeah, but that that's my favorite Batmobile out of all of them. Yeah, I I, I mean. The one from Batman the Animated Series is pretty damn good too, but true movie movie wise, definitely my favorite Batmobile. Uh, That's that that flame shooting out the ass end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, number eight was is the seventy six uh, Ford Grand Torino from Starsky and Hutch. Okay, solid. I wasn't a big Starsky and Hutch person, but that's a that's a solid car. I didn't really watch the show. I played the video game and okay. I watched the movie, but it's a it's an awesome looking car. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I would have put it that high on this list, but I am mad. I still think Eleanor should have gone higher than that. But mm. uh, number seven is the Bandit Trans Am. Yeah, seventy seven <laughs> Pontiac Trans Am with T tops and a CB radio. Man. That's so cool. I always wanted to do the stuff that thing did. <laughs> Jumping bridges, not running the cops. That was a that was a cool car. Mm-hmm. Watched that movie many, many a times. <laughs> I got the song stuck in my head now. <laughs> Eastbound and down. What's, what's awesome is there's a, an episode of Archer where they're trying to get uh, Shirlene to Texas overnight from New York. And so Archer gets pumped because he has the man crush on Burt Reynolds. And he goes and gets <laughs> he goes and gets a 77 Trans Am to run blocker for the buzz. <laughs> and he's like, Lana, you gotta get in the car. And he's like, I'm not going anywhere with you that has T-tops and a four-barrel. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Number six is Ecto One, the '59 Cadillac Miller Meteor. Former hearse. Yeah, <laughs> it's a hearse that looks like a rocket now. <laughs> oh man, they made that thing cruise though. 
Actually, it wasn't a hearse. It was an ambulance. Oh, that's right. It was an old ambulance. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think. <laughs> I mean, like, back then, I think hearses and ambulances served the same purpose. They, they were very similar. <laughs> but I do remember what when Ray gets it bought. Yeah. It's like it just needs some suspension work, shocks, brakes, brake pads, <laughs> brake liner, steering box, transmission, rear end, new rings, mufflers, a little wiring. But hey, it was only forty eight hundred dollars. <laughs> I want to uh, watch that movie now. <laughs> look, I don't think you got as much of a steal as you thought. <laughs> but it came with a siren, and you could store proton packs in it. I mean, I don't yeah. know where you're going to get that anywhere else. And they basically customized it anyway, so yeah. that's a cool car. Right, this next one is probably the most iconic Bond car. is the Aston Martin DB5, uh-huh. the 63 Aston Martin DB5. And it was in... Like seven or eight different Bond movies. So many. The gadgets. The, oh man. Oil slick, smoke screen, ejector seats, machine guns. Guns. Revolving uh, license plates. This is the iconic Bond car. I mean, it's just as iconic as his as his, as his Walter PPK. Although that that Lotus gives gives a, a run for its money. That's true. That Lotus I mean, is beautiful. A, a car that turns into a submarine. <laughs> <laughs> but that, yeah, that, that Lotus is car. on the list. It was uh, it was number sixteen on this list. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> just jump in the water, turn submarine, <laughs> keep driving. All right. <laughs> Alright, number four is the 68 Ford Mustang GT390 Fastback Bullets Mustang. Ah. Also also another great moment is in Archer, when they go to take Lana's dad's car, he has this exact car, and (laughs) Archer practically comes himself just revving the engine. He gets so excited. (laughs) (laughs) I love the look of the old Mustangs and the old Chargers. I can't. Oh, I know they're beautiful, and yeah, just to to hear a, an engine that is just raw power, just revved up, and it's not the electronics we have now. <laughs> it's a monster. Oh. <laughs> Exciting. <laughs> you probably go around the block before you got to refill that thing, but man. <laughs> yeah, they, they were not kind to your wallet, but gas was cheap back then, so it worked. <laughs> All right, number three is the 69 Dodge Charger, the General Lee. Oh. Everyone knows this car when they see it. A vehicle in its full form, you can't really drive around today. (laughs) The rebel flag is not exactly looked on fondly. Not that it was looked on all that fondly then, but it was more acceptable. (laughs) It's, It's one of those deals where it's like, everyone knows the car. But they don't know shit about the TV show, most likely. It just the car supersedes, good... supersedes the popularity of everything. Around yeah, it. <laughs> I know. Oh, and the amount of times it made those jumps, and then the cop car just like basically fell into the ravine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you think after the first or second time, they just get a better car. <laughs> All right, number two. I hate that it's. This high on the list. It's the 63 Model 117 Volkswagen Type 1. It's the Beetle from Herbie. I was not a big Herbie person. I'm not a Herbie person either. Uh, yeah, although that is... The the Beetle itself is my mom's dream car, but... Yeah, not a, not a huge fan of the old love bug. I am not either. Wouldn't, yeah, I would definitely not... I mean, I guess iconic it is, but no, nah, I wouldn't have put it that high. Well, number one, you can probably guess, is the 1981 DeLorean DMC-12. Of course. I really thought it was going to be the taxi cab from Roger Rabbit. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, come on, a car that travels through time? It is funny, though, like, <laughs> a DeLorean? <laughs> We still got some time. You want to? We could just do honorable mentions and do twenty through eleven. Yeah, let's do it, man. All right. Well, then we'll just do the honorable mentions. We're going to do twenty through eleven, starting with number twenty, and that's Christine, the fifty-eight Plymouth Fury, the car, the car murderer. Yep. Special features: self-repairing, 
evil. <laughs> yeah, but self-repairing. It's important. Yeah, it's evil. <laughs> All right, number 19 is the 81 Porsche 928. Joel's dad's Porsche from Risky Business. Oh, yes. Solid. Yep, sure Although, that's right not off really here. what I remember about that movie. <laughs> True, right <laughs> off of here. <laughs> Alright, number 18 is The Tumblr. Uh, I mean, that was cool. Not as cool as Tim Burton's, but, you know, nope. that was still pretty cool. Uh, number 17 is the 1980 Lamborghini Countach 3 LP400S uh, from Cannonball Run. No. Uh, Lambo. It was basically the car that every kid in the 80s wanted. <laughs> Who doesn't want a Lambo? Come on. It, it looks. It still looks slick by today's standards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, number 16, your favorite, James Bond's submersible Lotus. The 75 Lotus is... Oh, great. yeah. With oil slicks, rocket launchers, and submarine mode. <laughs> Appeared in one Bond film. Looks pretty slick when it's a submarine. Yeah, it is. Nice white. Mm -hmm. uh, number 15. Should be higher. Eleanor. 67. Two Shelby GT Mustang 500. Yeah, she should have broke the top 10. For sure. Kick Herbie out of there. Once again, man, it's some old Mustangs that just get me. Mm. Uh, number 14. Ben's Alfa Romeo, the 1966 Alfa Romeo 1600 Spider Duetto. Uh, it was in what, The Graduate and Wayne's World 2. <laughs> Special feature listed, it attracts older women. Yep. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Let's see. I'm, I'm old, so uh, yeah, no, I'd rather get a car that doesn't do that. <laughs> Well, number 13, this is going to be our third Batmobile on the list, but it's the customized 54 Lincoln Futura. It's uh -huh. the Adam West Batmobile. West version. Mm -hmm. I, have, I have seen that in person at the Henry Ford Museum. Pretty sharp. Which, I mean, car was probably the best part of that show. That show was ridiculous. <laughs> Oh, come on, you didn't think a shark hanging off somebody, hanging off a Batman's leg while he's attached to a helicopter wasn't realistic? Well, it's a good thing they had that <laughs> shark repellent spray. <laughs> you can't even say that shit with a straight face. <laughs> Alright, number 12 is the Mini get the Minis, the 1968 Austin Mark I Mini Cooper S. It's the the trio of Mini Coopers they use for the getaway in the Italian job. Oh, okay. And number 11 is the 74 Dodge Monaco with police package, the Blues Mobile. Brother, oh, yes. Yeah. See, it's weird. Some of those movies just, they don't ring out like that the car should matter. <laughs> that the, made the, the top car was 20. the best part. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. Like, <laughs> but uh, okay. So there, there is one that we have not mentioned, but it's it's it, it just has to be the most ridiculous one. I think <laughs> to make the list is the sheepdog from Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> the shagging wagon, <laughs> the eighty four Ford Econo line. <laughs> <laughs> what a ridiculous looking vehicle <laughs> mutts and cuts baby <laughs> could you imagine driving down the road and seeing something like that <laughs> oh wow well real quick i'll just run through the rest of the list um Starting with 50, going down to 21, we have Chili's Minivan from Get Shorty. The Dude's Gran Torino. Um, Jake Kate's Cadillac from 48 Hours. Um, mm -hmm. Lane's Camaro from Better Off Dead. Fozzie's Uncle's Studebaker from the Muppet <laughs> Movie. <laughs> 
Oh, the customized Chevy step van from Chica Chin Chong up in smoke. Oh, yeah. Uh, the customized 71 Lincoln from the car. Um, Kowalski's Challenger from uh, Death Proof. Okay, yeah. Uh, the, the 73 Volkswagen Transporter from Little Miss Sunshine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the original Eleanor, the 1973 Ford Mustang Mach 1. Mm-hmm. Uh, Milner's Deuce Coupe from American Graffiti. Uh, Corbetti's Mercury from Cobra. Uh, (laughs) That was a sweet car. Yeah, it is. (laughs) But Uh, how the hell did that little Mercury keep up with it? Oh, it gets it gets ruined by the end. (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. Tucker's Torpedo from Tucker: The Man in His Dream. Uh, the Flounder Brothers Lincoln from National Lampoon's Animal House. The Deathmobile. <laughs> uh, Charlie Babbitt's Buick from Rain Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richard's Classic Plymouth from Tommy Boy. Oh, yes. <laughs> the deer. <laughs> the the Shaggin' Wagon from Dumb and Dumber. Uh, Bumblebee from... Uh, Transformers. Uh, Does it specify which one, though? Uh, Because I think the original skin was much better than when they they converted it to the newer one. They looped them together for the 77 slash 2009. The 77 definitely looked better, but, you know, Chevy paid like $1.5 million to to be the car that the Transformers were, so. Right, yeah. They gotta sell them Camaros. (laughs) Uh, uh, next one is the 2003 Mini Coopers from the remade Italian Job (laughs) 31 this is one of my favorites Uh, the 1990 Chevy Lumina uh, Cole Trickles race car from Days of Thunder oh yeah good movie I watched that movie a lot I love that movie oh yes this is almost criminal that it's this low but the 70 Charger Toretto's Charger from Fast and the Furious Oh my! It shouldn't be this low. No. Uh, the 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 pussy wagon is next. <laughs> oh, oh, the next Garth's Mirthmobile from Wayne's World. <laughs> the family truckster, which is from National Lampoon's Vacation. Oh Good old yes. Station wagon. Good old. Ugliest thing you've ever seen. <laughs> oh my god, it's terrible. It's like vomit green and wood paneling with the worst yellow highlights ever. And I love that in the new vacation movie they still had it. <laughs> yep. Uh, the, the next one is the Pursuit Special for Mad Max, the uh, the Interceptor. Yep. Yep. Number twenty five is the Mach Five. I didn't watch the movie, but the TV show was pretty fun. <laughs> uh, next up, you've got uh, Thumb on Louise's Thunderbird. Uh, Pepe the Little Mule from Romancing the Stone is our next one. Wow, you've mentioned you've not mentioned something that I don't know what I guess because they haven't done TV. But keep going. Uh, next up is Grease Lightning. Okay, yeah, obviously. And Got its number, own song. Number 21, our last one before we get back to, you know, full circle, is the customized Paragon Panther from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Wow. How does B.A. Baracus' A-Team van not make that list? It was not in the top 50. Wow. That's fact, sad. There's like a, there's an honorable mention list under the top 50s, and I'm not even seeing Baracus's van in here. Wow, whoever made that list needs to get shot. No, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that van was so part of the show. No, yeah, okay, that, whatever. That that did not make the list, but the cat's car from the Cat in the Hat is in the honorable mention list. Uh, Hell, the Clampett's 21 Oldsmobile is in the list. (laughs) There's a bunch of, like, ridiculous ones. Um, The 59 Pink Cadillac. uh, 
Herkimamer battle Jitney from Mystery Men. Jeez. And 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 no eighteen bit. That's sad. This list has no credibility. No. <laughs> I'm not seeing the AT man on here. I've scanned through it a couple times. Oh, that makes me sad. Oh well. It's it's on my list. Well now that we've so. had a good manly car talk. Let's talk about <laughs> next week. <clears throat> yeah, next week's gonna be uh <clears throat> you know, turning the page to a different neat next, yeah. Twitch topic. Next week, we are lucky enough that we are going to have Nerd and Needle on to talk about the IRL side of Twitch and the sort of craftier side of the directory. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, tune in next week. We're going to have Nerd and Needle on. She's going to do most of the talking because we don't know what the hell we're talking about when it comes to that. Nope. No, uh, it'll be a very interesting educational thing, but... uh... She she does have a neat little business going with streamers to uh, to knit them stuff and different things and uh, very cool. She got her own Etsy shop and all that. So uh, if you want to go uh, check her out ahead of time uh, on Twitter, she's at Nerd and Needle, and she has some really cool shit on her Etsy page. Yes, she does. I, I'm a sucker for dice bags, so. <laughs> so no, very very talented. And uh, definitely done. worth looking looking into, checking so, out. She's going to be our guest next week, and also next week we'll have the announcement for what our next bad Netflix movie is going to be. Cha-ching! So, so you got a week to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I live for this. <laughs> All right, well, Let's see if can... I can top Officer down. <laughs> Uh, I would say it's going to be hard, but I'm not really, I'm not entirely, like, sure. (laughs) (laughs) This, this, like, whole year, you're just going to be five poop, five poop. I'm just going to be four, four. No, I've not found the five yet. (laughs) You found two fives already. (laughs) I do not give my five away so quickly. I don't either. You just bad shit. (laughs) (laughs) So... Um, I, I, I think maybe I, I would like to, uh, think we should mention that, Hey, we finally got an iTunes review. I was actually just about to say that. <laughs> we got one finally. And we were so happy. We got one that wasn't <laughs> me anyway, or a weed store. <laughs> Wait, you, no. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, we we even got five stars, and I didn't have to pay the guy. Wow. Uh-oh. You there? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That, I, hey, you know what? He gave us a review. I think we should mention his name, unless you already did it. <laughs> I have not yet, but uh, big shout-out to Sin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the I guess he's technically he's a technically he's a host now on that he's show, a host so. on um, Destiny Addicts. The Addicts, yeah. So, so thank you very much. And if you too would like to have your name shouted out, leave us a review. I mean, right now we're averaging about one every twenty-six episodes. So by episode so we can, we fifty, can, I better have another it. damn iTunes review from someone. <laughs> <laughs> Start making dummy accounts. <laughs> Or Wielding is going to come to your house and type on your computer for you. No. I know there's at least 12 of you listening out there. <laughs> Ten of you all owe me. And I t- <laughs> <laughs> so, but no. Thank you very much, Sin, for that, uh, for that lovely review. Definitely. We greatly appreciate it. All right, man. So. Well, why don't you tell them where they can find you and we'll skedaddle. All right, I'll keep it simple. Uh, you can find me at Pack Devil on uh, Twitter at some point, Twitch, <laughs> and uh, same as Xbox and pretty much everywhere else. Uh, if you want to hit me up, just look for Pack Devil. All right, I'm Wielding Hammer. You can find me on Twitch and Twitter at Wielding Hammer, and you can find us on Twitter at cyber pow hour pod and from there our pinned tweet is the link to get into our discord and you can also send us an email at cyberpoweredhour at gmail.com 
And yeah, join us next week. We will have the very talented Nerd Needle on to, you know, like I said, educate us because we don't know what the hell we're going to be talking about. (laughs) It shall be awesome. It will be. Everyone have a fantastic week. We will see you next week. Peace out. Deuces.